Do you know the reason why you feel like you can study English for hours and hours, but you'll still have a conversation and be super confused by what a native speaker is saying? In this English lesson, I'm going to teach you 10 everyday phrases that I know you haven't studied before because they're not in your English textbooks, but they're just a part of native English speakers vocabulary and they come really naturally when we speak in conversation. And in today's lesson, I'm going to teach you in the best method I know, which is having a conversation with context to the new phrases. So listen up to this conversation and learn 10 new phrases. Make sure to use the link below to subscribe to my email list so that I can send you the guide to today's English lesson. It's a free PDF and it will really help you study these phrases. Let's get started with the conversation. Are you in trouble with your boss at work again? A little bit. Janet, my boss, was salty because I was listening to the radio in front of customers. She said there's a time and a place for that. I thought you liked your boss at first. Yeah, because she was being phony. Once you get to know her, she's awful. Well, sometimes having a job isn't all sunshine and rainbows. You have to deal with difficult people. I know, I just, I can't get fired this month. I have to pay my rent or I'm going to get kicked out of my apartment. The stakes are high. Well, haven't you had time to apply to any new jobs? No, it's a lost cause. Nobody is hiring right now. That's not true. Maybe you've heard that on the news and it's getting in your head. But with your skills and work ethic, there are tons of businesses that are going to hire you. Maybe you're right. My boss just makes all the work fall on me at the restaurant and I am so tired at the end of the day. I think it's time to move on to bigger and better. Good talk. Now this English adjective salty, it's known more as a slang word and typically only young people are using the slang. But I would say people that are maybe up to their 30s, 40s, even 50s are pretty familiar with this phrase because it's been around for long enough now. You definitely would not want to say that someone is salty in a formal conversation or in a workplace conversation. But when you're speaking with a friend or in a casual English conversation, you might say that someone is salty. Now, what does this mean? When you say that someone is salty, it means they're bitter resentful or they're just acting very aggressive and upset. So if you say to someone, stop being salty, you want them to change their attitude and be more pleasant about the situation. If there is a protocol or an appropriate time to do something, you might say to a person that has inappropriate behavior or they're talking about a subject and conversation that just should not be talked about right now you should say hey there's a time and place for that so you want to listen if someone says hey there's a time and place don't do that now it just means that what you're doing is not completely bad but it's just not appropriate for this situation or we can talk about this later not here so the most classic example of this is there is a time and place to talk about politics but it is not the dinner table. So if someone in your family starts bringing up politics, say, hey, there's a time and place for that. Let's not talk about it here. This English word phony means the exact same thing as fake. You will definitely hear someone say, that's a phony if they're saying that something is a fake or if something's a counterfeit, meaning it's made to look real, but it is actually fake. Oftentimes people will buy shoes 
online and they think they're getting a really good price, especially on shoes like Nikes or Air Jordans and they turn out to be phonies or fakes. If you say that someone is acting phony, it means they're pretending to be nice or they're pretending to be one way, but they actually feel another or they're actually very rude. So in this conversation, our boss, Janet, is a phony. She acts nice at first, but she's actually very rude and inconsiderate. So this English phrase, sunshine and rainbows, maybe you'll be able to understand it perfectly well from this English conversation, but it's a little bit tricky to use on your own. So be careful how you try to use this. So we typically say that something isn't all sunshine and rainbows. This means that life has a lot of negative aspects or a lot of problems. So everything isn't always going to be unrealistically happy or positive. Another phrase that's exactly like this one that throws off English learners is to say that everything's just fine and dandy which means it's very happy and very positive. So if you want to say that a situation is not just always going to be positive and you're trying to tell someone, you know, they need to be more realistic in their expectations, you can say it's not all just sunshine and rainbows and we would know exactly what you're saying. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you say that the stakes are high, it means you're in a very high pressure situation. Whatever you have to gain or whatever you have to lose are the stakes. And if you say they're high, it means it's a very big risk or a very big reward depending on what happens in the situation. So if you lose your job and you can't pay rent, the stakes are high here. You don't want to lose your job. A lot of times Olympic athletes know that the stakes are very high when they're competing. So there's a lot of pressure on them and they get a little bit stressed out. When you want to say that something is nearly impossible or there's no reason to really practice a skill because you don't think you're ever going to get better, you can say it's a lost cause meaning the cause or whatever you're working towards is so challenging, it's impossible. There's no reason to try. And of course, this statement, a lost cause, it's really negative to say. So if you're trying to sound positive, don't say, well, that's just a lost cause. Say, we can do it if we put our minds to it. When something is getting into your head, it means it's intimidating you. It's making you feel like even though you have a good ability to do something, for some reason it's throwing you off and just mentally you can't figure out how to do it. So typically if you hear something negative about yourself, 
Like, oh, you are terrible at your job. And you start to believe that. It's starting to get in your head, even though you know you're not terrible at your job. You're listening to someone else's outside words and you're letting it affect you or you're becoming very self-conscious. So this is what we mean when we say that something or someone is getting into our head. It means it's kind of messing with us mentally. When a responsibility or a problem falls on you, or if you say it's all falling on me, it means that the problem or the responsibility is only on you. It means no one else can help you in the situation and you can't rely on everyone else because everything is relying on you. So maybe in your house, all the responsibilities fall on you. That means you have to do the cooking, the cleaning. You have to take care of pets and children. Everything is dependent on your work and no one else is helping. So we talk about problems or responsibilities falling on you or falling on whoever. When you are done with a very difficult task, or maybe you just finished college or high school, or you finished some sort of chapter in your life and you're ready to move on and improve your life, you can say you're ready to move on to bigger and better things. And sometimes we just shorten this phrase to say, time to move on to bigger and better. A really, really casual way to end a conversation, especially if it just had a lot of things that you said that were meaningful and you thought the conversation was very productive, you learned a lot from it, is you can just say, good talk. This is something that friends will say when they had, you know, a nice emotional talk and they thought it was a good, a good talk. They just say, good talk. Thank you guys so much for listening to this English lesson with me. Remember to visit EnglishWithKayla.com. You can sign up for my Upgrade to Native English course. It takes six weeks to complete, but you have lifetime access. So you can study over 200 new English phrases. Just like this one, you wouldn't find them in a textbook, but they are incredibly useful in conversation. I'll see you guys in the next lesson. Goodbye!